0: All right, let's turn the Word of God to Luke 24. Luke 24, we'll start out there tonight. Luke chapter 24, and we'll read verses 36 through 48. Luke 24. Amen, that's the last chapter in Luke. Luke 24, and again, verses 36 through 48 say this in the Word of God. Luke 24, verse 36 says... And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do your thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold, my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Well, you know, that's important to emphasize that Jesus Christ rose in body. Amen. In bodily form. That's important. All right. And he says, Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones. Another important thing there. Amen. His blood was in heaven, as ye see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy and wonder, he said to them, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of a honeycomb. And he took it and did eat before them. Verse 44, And he said to them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Boy, think about all through the Word of God. Amen. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus prophesied about Jesus. And he said that. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures. That's what you need to pray when you read the Word of God, right? Right. The 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 word of God was given by inspiration. And thank God we have it because of preservation. But when we read it, we need to pray for illumination. Amen. As we read it in verse 46 and said to them, thus it is written and thus it behoove Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. Look at verse 47 and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in His name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Verse 48, notice this, And ye are witnesses of these things. Let's pray. Father, again, Lord, we thank You for Your goodness and mercy and grace. And again, we praise You, worship You. And uh, Lord, we just want to say like we just saying, Lord, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. And Lord, I pray that each person listening tonight, each person that's here tonight can say that. And by chance, if there's somebody listening or here tonight, the Lord can't say that for whatever reason or not saved. Even tonight, what a great night it would be to get born again by the grace of God. And so, Lord, I pray uh, you bless those that are traveling. Uh, God, watch over them. And Lord, I pray that you'd uh, bless people as they gather around tables tomorrow uh, with loved ones, friends and others. Uh, Dear God and Lord, as they're uh, uh, mingling with others. God, I pray they take time to mingle with you and indeed show thankfulness and know that all of our blessings are by your mercy and grace in our lives. Life Now, Lord, as we look at this thought tonight through the word of God, I pray you challenge us, encourage us and glorify thyself. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. So I was thinking about here, you know, we're in the the holiday season is upon us. Right. We got, of course, Thanksgiving tomorrow and then Christmas and and then uh, thinking about, wow, the new year already coming to the end of another year. And, you know, as we are thinking about family and Me thinking about the Christmas story and maybe what lies ahead in the new year. And maybe uh, uh, thinking about, you know, of course, reflecting over uh, 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 the last year. You know, I was thinking about that with the holidays coming up. And of course, you know, uh, being around family and friends, I want to focus on this thought. This is a time of the year... This is a time of the year as we come upon these holidays again, Thanksgiving, Christmas dude, that provides a great opportunity for witnessing, a great opportunity for witnessing, especially among lost loved ones, especially among lost loved ones. I don't want to think on that thought tonight. Each of us as believers have a wonderful, true and powerful Personal story to share, amen, with others, especially loved ones and friends as we gather around. I mean, think about the holidays that are coming up. The message that we have to share, like we've even spoken about tonight, it's a message of thankfulness. Christmas coming up, the message that we hear is a, that we have to share is a message of a great gift, When uh, you think about New Year, what do you think? You think about a new beginning. Well, the message that we have is a message about a new beginning. And so it goes right along with the holiday season, amen? Uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and the new year. Now, notice again, uh, verses 47 and 48 say this, "...and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in His name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem." Of course, you know, that's what we call the greatest commission, right? Now, we mostly know it in Matthew, but here we know the greatest commission. But again, notice what verse 8 says, And ye are what? Witnesses of these things. And no doubt, if we've been saved, right? If we've repented, amen, and we've had our sins uh, uh, remitted by the grace of God, well, we can say along with these, we are witnesses of these things of what they've done in our life. Now, witness, what does it mean to be a witness? Think about this for a minute. A witness is one who has information or knowledge of something, right? When they call witnesses in court, a lot of court cases lately, right? They're looking for people that have information, that have knowledge of something, and that they can bring Information to light to what? To confirm something. Hey, we want to try and confirm. Did this happen or didn't this happen? Right. And so, listen, as witnesses, we have information, we have knowledge and we can bring information to light in people's lives. And by our own testimony, we can confirm, amen, that the story of Jesus Christ is true. The message of the gospel is true. The transforming power of the gospel is true. We have that information. We have that knowledge. And so we could say it this way. The witness is one who announces facts. Amen. Just the facts. Right. Just the facts. Amen. We are the ones that can give the facts concerning the message of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we are witnesses to these things. We can give that information. We can share that knowledge. Right. And what a wonderful opportunity it is to do that. So in speaking to our loved ones and friends. Now, think about this. We're not just there to give a plan, quote unquote, of salvation. Right. We are speaking to others about the person of the Lord Jesus Christ and his power to save. The person of the Lord Jesus Christ and his power to save. And so one thing as we talk about this. I think about witnessing to our loved ones. Well, what's something we want to mention to them? We want to talk about. Well, you yeah, listen. There's nothing wrong with talking about. Hey, let me tell you about what my life right was like before I received Jesus as my personal Savior. Right, share your testimony about maybe what your life was like before uh, 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 you were saved. And you know why? Because we want people to understand. Listen, we're all born in the same condition. Hey. Hey, I, mean, I just want to be honest. I wasn't born this nice guy. I, was just, I was just going to be honest with you. I wasn't born this nice guy. You know what I mean? Nope. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, I can't even take credit for, you know, being a nice guy. Right. It's what Jesus did in my heart. It's what Jesus did in my heart. That's why. Right. Isaiah 53, 6 says this. All we turn over to this verse. I know I've shared this before, but this is a great verse. All right. Isaiah 53, 6. And again, a reminder of this verse, another great verse to highlight. Isaiah 53, 6 says, just a reminder about this verse. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid him on him the iniquity of us all. So notice this. All we we have Everyone. A great verse, a simple verse to show everybody that, hey, we're all in the same condition. I'm no better than you, all right? We all came to this world the same way. Now, D.L. Moody liked this verse. This is a verse he liked to share. It was a simple one. And this is what D.L. Moody said about this verse. He said, hey, you want to know how to be saved? Look at Isaiah 53, 6. You go in, you enter at the first all. And then you exit at the last all and you come out saved. (laughs) He said, enter at the first all, all we like sheep have gone astray. Then it ends with, how does it end? Has laid on him the iniquity of us all. All right. So enter, enter at the first all, exit at the last all and you'll come out saved. Enter where you're a sinner. And exit where he paid it all. Amen. And you'll come out saved. So that's a good verse to remember right there. So although the details of our testimony may differ, there are certain common elements, of course, of every believer's testimony. Now, uh, just remind there's no need to go into detail concerning all the sinful things you've done. Now, uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with mentioning something. Maybe to try to make a connection, you know, if, if I know maybe people have done certain things in their life and maybe I have some of those similar things that have happened in my life, I might mention to try to make a a, a connection, but we don't want to get deep into talking about our, our sin, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with mentioning things we've done, but we don't want to glorify sin, amen? We don't want to uh, glorify sin uh, for sure. So that's something we want to be careful about. But don't be afraid, amen, to share maybe some things that uh, uh, have happened in your life and how your life was different uh, before you got say because you know how it is uh, uh, some people think you know us uh, Christians are you know goody two-shoes well not all of us maybe some of us uh, you know but not all of us right right and so listen don't be afraid to tell people hey listen I, I, I came this world sinner. I'm no good in myself I'm nothing you know don't overplay that but we need to let people know that hey listen listen We're no different than you are. And sometimes, listen, uh, people in our family especially, you know, think that we think we're something because, you know, we got saved and, you know, because we don't do certain things that our other family members do that we think we're better than them. No, we don't think we're better than them. We're just thankful that God's grace has been activated in our life through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then it's important to show them that, hey, this is what I was, but let me show you how I reached the point... How I reached the point of seeing my need and accepting Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Say, so, you know, hey, I was 22 when I got saved. But what brought me to that point of realizing that was a need in my life? What brought me to that point? Hey, You know, uh, uh, the other day, I, I, again, I had the privilege of meeting Brother Woods' uh, um, uh, brother. You know, and and, and he's at a, you know, he's at a a tough point in his life right now. Hopefully a, a time of transition, we're hoping in his life. You know, I shared with him and I've shared here. One of the greatest days of my life was when I realized how weak I was. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to be transparent uh, in, in front of people. You know, I know in the world, you know, hey, I, I, I like a man to be a man, you know. And, you know, I, I had three older brothers and we'd beat up on each other all the time. And being in the infrastructure and all that, you know, we're supposed to be ooh. And I, I like that stuff. But, hey, at the end of the day, listen, we're weak, we're feeble, and we can't make it on our own right i need jesus i needed him uh, on may 19 1987 when i got saved and 34 and a half years later i can still say i need thee every hour Amen. when i get up and pray in the morning sometimes even before i get out of bed i say lord before i get out of bed i need you i need you for my next breath i need you for my next heartbeat i need you for my next step don't be afraid to admit that before god don't be afraid to admit that even before your loved ones and others you know, we joke about boring uh, uh, testimonies, right? We always give Sister uh, Myers a hard time if she's listening. But no, there's no such thing as a boring testimony. Each one is unique. Each one is precious. Each one is special and important. And so we need to make sure we share that and make sure, what listen, we keep what we say clear and simple. Hey, listen, if you could pronounce them big, ten-cent theological words, I'm glad. But you don't need to use them when you're trying to simply uh, witness to somebody. You know, John, Peter, and Paul had different experiences of coming to Christ. But all had to ask forgiveness of sin and believe in the person and finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, a great verse, of course, is Acts 20, 21, which says this. Acts 20, 21 says... Testifying, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks. Notice this. Repentance towards God, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice two things there. Repentance towards God and faith towards God. The Lord Jesus, And I think both of those are important for people to understand. A lot of times we emphasize, you know, believe, believe. Right. And we emphasize because a person has to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. But this verse says repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. And why is that important? First of all, let me notice that word testifying. Testifying means this, attesting to the facts and truths of redemption. And that goes right along with witnessing. Our job as believers is to attest again to the facts and truths of redemption, of who Jesus Christ is, what he did in paying the price for our sin, and indeed, amen, he is the one and the only way. Now, why would it say repentance towards God and then faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ? Why? Because God always deals with sin. And remember, all sin isn't against Jesus Christ, if you know what I'm saying. Repentance is sin against God, the triune God. The other night we talked about the Trinity and the triune God is a holy God. And people need to realize, listen, that their sin, amen, was against a holy God. And they're guilty against a a triune God, a thrice holy God. And they need to get a good glimpse of themselves. All right. And how God looks at sin. Right. And that's why there's a Calvary. We, there, listen, there's not just a Calvary because God so loved the world. There's also a Calvary because God is holy. There's a Calvary. Right. And you see holiness demands judgment for sin. You see, holiness had a demand, love had a desire. And Calvary met the demands of holiness and fulfilled the desires of love. It did both. It did both. It met the demands of holiness and fulfilled the desires of love. And when a person gets saved, right, they need to realize the demands of holiness, that God hates sin and sin must be judged. But Jesus Christ bore that judgment. Amen. And they need to put their trust in him. So, listen, we turn to God, a thrice holy God, a triune God, and we say, God, I've sinned against you. And then we turn to Jesus and say, forgive me. Amen. For my sin. And thank you for dying for me and shedding your blood for me and being buried and raised again through and paying the price for my sin. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible teaches. Repentance towards God. So repentance uh, towards God, I believe, is dealing with realizing our sin against the holy God. And then faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ deals with realizing Christ's finished work is the only way to get it right. You look everywhere through the Bible and God always dealt with sin. Even, right, uh, when when, when, uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, I don't get sidetracked, but the Philippian jailer, when he said, what must I do to be saved? They said, but all they said was believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's because he'd already realized that he needed salvation. He had already realized his need for salvation. So there was, no re- there was no reason to go through the whole plan of salvation. He just needed to finish the plan of salvation. He'd already repented towards God because he needed, saw his need of salvation. Now he just needed to put his faith on the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's how it works. Amen. And we need to make sure that we share both sides of the coin with people. Right. And be honest with them as a believer. You have firsthand knowledge of the transforming power of the gospel of Lord Jesus Christ. And again, we need to ask God to help us uh, be a witness to that as we gather with loved ones and friends. And as you talk to people, again, try to let people know. Let them know you realize that, hey, you are a sinner and you know better than they are. But you realize what uh, Jesus Christ did in your life and let people know how much Christ means to you. How much he means to you as a believer and a follower of Christ. Hey, listen, he's not just my savior. I want to I'm not ashamed to say I love Jesus. I love God. I love the Holy Spirit. I love the this book right here. I love the house of God. Amen. Let people know, amen, that you appreciate. We're not just waiting for you, but you appreciate. And this day doesn't matter how long it been, you're still thankful. Think about this. Let them know how trusting Christ has impacted the direction and purpose of your life. Let them know how it's impacted your home, your families and your family and your friendships. Again, you, you know, uh, right here, I mean, look, uh, Brother Wood talking about his whole family setting together in the house of God. What a wonderful thing to be able to share. Hey, hey, do you know why my whole family was in church the other night? Because Jesus Christ changed my life Amen. and I'm thankful. If he wouldn't have changed my life, who knows where my family would have been setting the other night. We've, they would have even been... Together, let, let him tell them how it has helped you deal with failures and disappointments in, 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 in your life. Listen, hey, I'm saved, but you know what? My life's still not perfect. I still get to have discouragements. I still have disappointments, and the only reason I've been able to keep going, despite some of those discouragement, despite it, is because I have Jesus Christ to carry me through. I have Jesus Christ to help me. Through. Let me tell you how Jesus has helped me through some of the discouragements and disappointments in life. Let me share, share with you how He's Help me, right? How In affecting some of the life-affecting important decisions in my life. I don't know if I would have made the right decision if I wouldn't have had the Word of God and the Spirit of God and my Lord to guide me in those decisions and the people that He brought into my life. Listen, people need to know, hey, you're glad you're going to heaven. Thank God for that. But they also need to know that, listen, Jesus doesn't just get you to heaven. He gets you through your daily life. Thank God He's getting me to heaven, but He's also gotten me through life to let here on earth the last 34 and a half years, right? And that, that He's impacted my light, light here on earth. And daily, He does wonderful things for me. Daily, He loadeth me, amen, with His benefits. But remember, when you're speaking to people, whether speaking with family or friends or even a stranger, always be friendly and personable. Amen. Even when you're talking to your brother. Amen. It's okay to be nice when you're talking to him. Listen, a Christian should always seek to represent Christ well, no matter who they're who they're talking with, because you are a testimony of his grace. Let me give you a couple of things as we finish up. Make an effort to turn conversations to spiritual things. You know, listen, people say, well, you know, I don't like to talk about religion or politics. Well, that's good. Then let's talk about salvation <laughs> because that has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with politics. Amen. We won't talk politics. So say, say I made a thing. Hey, during the holidays, we're not going to talk about religion or politics. We're going to talk about salvation. Amen. <laughs> because it has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with politics. It has everything to do with how you can be blessed through Jesus Christ. I mean, the Bible says, right? Listen, it's okay to be direct and kind at the same time. You can be direct and kind at the same time. Matter of fact, what does the Bible say in Ephesians? Speaking the truth in love and make sure you have the balance there. So remember this. You are a fisher of men. And remember, if you know anything about fishermen, they try not to scare the fish away when they're fishing. They try not to scare the fish. There's nothing, there's nothing to boast about in, you know, in brassness and boldness in scaring fish away. No, fishermen don't try to scare fish away, they try to reel them in. That's what they try to do. And our job, amen, is to show how, how bold or tough we are as Christians. And listen, if they, if they, listen, and I'm not afraid to do that if it requires sometimes, but at the end of the day, our purpose is to draw people people in. So as you're doing that, pray for wisdom and discernment. Praise you go. Remember, you can speak on the outside and pray on the inside and trust the Holy Spirit to work. And again, hey, listen, uh, you can pull out your Bible or listen, that's why it's good to have the Word of God memorized quote scripture. Remember, it's the word of God that gets the job done. Don't sit there and try and reason with people. Our job isn't to reason with people. Our job is to feed them the word of God. It's the word of God that's sharper than any two-edged sword and able to pierce and divide, amen, and do what needs to be done in hearts. And again, don't be afraid to mention sin. You have to mention sin. People need to know why they need. People need the Lord, but people need to know why they need the Lord. Okay, and then seek to draw the net. Don't force it. Don't force it. You know, I mean, I've, I've seen that, you know, uh, you know my, 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 my elevator soul so win a pitch. I, I can get on the first floor. By the time we get to the eighth floor, man, I can lead three people uh, 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 to the Lord. you know what your focus is? Your focus isn't the person in front of you. Your focus is on what you're going to be able to tell one of the brother next time you see him. That's what your focus is. Listen, it, 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 it's, it's, it's about the person in from you. It's about that soul. Many people heard me tell the, the story of a, of, a, of a pastor coming to a, 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 a gypsy village uh, one time in Bulgaria. And of course, people come to the mission field. They want to see something happen. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I've seen some wonderful things happen, but I let him stand on my favorite dirt mound. I mean, I even shared my favorite dirt mound with him there. Amen. And he got up and he wanted to see the whole village get saved. But I mean, it just wasn't going on. So he spoke, did a good job, but I shut things down. And when he, I could tell he got him a little bit upset, but we were heading back into we were heading back into town, and he he said he said to me, "Why'd you do that?" I said, "Well, you want to know why I did that?" I said, "Cause you're getting on the plane next week. I'm going back out to that village. That's why. That's why I did it. Cause I'm going back out to that village. Cause I care about them. I appreciate you." But I care about them. Amen. Amen. I'm here for them. I'm here to put on a show for you. I'm here to uh, be there for them. And if I could if I could lead them all the Lord at once, I'm glad to do it. But if I got to do it one by one over years, well, then I'm glad to do that too. our cares for them. And that person that's in front of you. Sure, you'd like to see him get saved right then. But the main thing is to sow that seed, be an effective witness. Let them know what Jesus Christ did for them. Let them know that you care about them. Let them know that you listen, you can pray for them. Let them know, don't, listen, you meet somebody? We were talking to Brother Wood's uh, 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 brother and I gave him a track and, you know, the first time I ever met him. And I put my cell phone number on there and I said, I said, listen, Michael. I said, you need, you call me at two o'clock in the morning. I said, I will show up. And I said, and I'm not just saying that. I'm not saying this trying to, <laughs> that's just part of being a Christian. I said, I, these aren't just, I said, Michael, I want you to know these aren't just words. Our church has been praying for you. Our church cares for you. Our church wants to be there for you, Michael. And we want you to understand that. Amen. We care about what's going on in your life. And it's good that we can say that. It's a wonderful thing to be able to say that. Amen. Because it's true. Amen. That's what Christ has did in our our life. But Remember this. Seek to draw the net, but don't force it. When a peach is ripe, it doesn't have to be forced off the tree. Amen. You touch it, it'll fall into your hand. And amen. If somebody's ready to get saved, amen, as soon as the spirit touches it, it'll fall into his hand. And if it doesn't, amen, they need to leave it, uh, give it time to be worked on. So, and always finish with words of assurance, assurance and encouragement. Whether they accept or don't accept, let them know that if they have any questions, you'll be there for them. They can call you anytime, time and you care. So as we finish up, ask the Lord to help you this holiday season to share the wonderful story God has given you in the salvation story. Seek this coming year to be a more effective witness, a better fisher of men. Ask the Lord uh, to help you this holiday season. Realize that every Christian, again, has a personal testimony, which is a powerful tool to use in soul winning. Understand the key elements in a personal testimony and learn how to tell others what Christ has done in your life. Learn to give your personal testimony clear, simple. Amen. The Bible says the Lord spoke unto them plainly. Amen. Keep it. Keep it simple. Recognize the Lord guides your path each day and will give you the opportunities as you seek them. And know that God is working by His Spirit in the hearts. Amen. Man, I hope you are just go, already those people you know you're going to be seeing already begin to pray for them. Say, Lord, uh, prepare that heart that maybe it'll be softer than it was last time we got together as a family. And then determined to be a faithful witness for Christ every will in telling others about the Lord. So as we look at this holiday season, amen, let's... Uh, we we think of Thanksgiving oh man I can't wait to tell some people what I'm thankful about as we think about Christmas oh I can't wait to, to tell people about the greatest gift of all as we think about New Year's and and new opportunities amen and new things so I can't wait to tell them amen how the Lord made me new and the new opportunities that he's given me so ask the Lord amen as we get ready for the holiday season we've got so much to be thankful for and boy when we get to add another one by having the opportunity amen to maybe reach one of our loved ones and friends that we've been trying to reach so long. Let's pray.